Hello, Roadrunner fans. This is JJ Perez with Inside Runner Sports, and welcome back to another episode of the 13 Questions podcast where I sit down and talk with different people inside of UTSA football and ask them the same 13 questions uh, throughout this 2023 football season. We are steadily grinding towards the end of UTSA fall camp as the Roadrunners prepare to open the 2023 season against the Houston Cougars. Uh, today, we sit down and talk with UTSA starting quarterback Frank Harris. Uh, Frank decided to come back to UTSA for a seventh season of eligibility this offseason. He had some offseason surgeries that were a little bit complicated. So, you know, it's a big storyline to see, you know, one, how is he feeling? How is he doing? Two, you know, why did he come back? So um, a lot to talk with Frank about. And, you know, I, I always appreciate Frank. He's very genuine and forthcoming. And, you know, he's overall a good a good guy with a, a good, humble spirit. And, you know, everything he's done in his career is kind of unmeasurable for a program like UTSA. I mean, he's got so much skin skins on the walls and he's done so much for the school. So for him to be able to come back for another year of eligibility, I know it's a big deal to him. And, you know, as UTSA makes this transition to the American Athletic Conference, uh, it seems like it's only right that it's Frank Harris leading the team into to kind of a new era of UTSA football. So uh, some interesting answers to these questions from Frank Harris. And I think the part I enjoyed the most was talking about uh, one of his uh, favorite memories in his football career, which turns out to be uh, that game against UAB and that legendary drive that uh, ended with the Oscar Cardenas touchdown that... Uh, clinched the division for UTSA uh, two seasons ago. So uh, here we go. Frank Harris on the 13 Questions Podcast. 13 Questions Podcast with quarterback Frank Harris. Frank, this is my second season of this uh, podcast. It was kind of popular last year. I'm just going to ask you uh, 12 random questions about life and sports and then uh, one about football at the end. So you ready? Yep. All right. You have to pick one chore or obligation to do for one year but if you make it through the whole year you never have to do the chore for the rest of your life what chore are you picking washing dishes washing dishes why is that it's the worst <laughs> especially when you're trying to cook or something oh yeah you're done eating and then you gotta wash the dishes yeah oh i'm not good i'm not a good cook but still you know what right. i right mean. yeah, yeah no i get you that yep. mine's out of the trash for yeah me. it's terrible yeah uh question number two can you describe how you are as a spectator watching football, either in person or I guess mostly on TV? How would you are you are you like a normal fan? Or are you looking at it a little a little bit different? It just depends. If it's just on TV, I'll just watch it as a normal fan. But if yeah. I'm actually dialed in and watching it, I'll try I'll look at it from a different list uh, to try to see coverages, um, see what you know concepts they're running. Uh, and see what's going to be open and what is open. I know you guys watch a lot of film, so you almost, almost want to go back and rewind yeah, it, right? Yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Kind just of to see, see what the, what the, the coverage what the is. Yep, yeah. See what the quarterback is seeing and why he you know, did what he did. Uh, question number three, what is the app on your phone that you love using and think other people should know about? 18 Birdies. Uh, it's a golf app. So every time I go golfing, I, uh, I log into it and keeps my score and it updates my buddies uh, yeah. so they can see 
uh, how bad I did. What, what, what is it called? <laughs> it's called 18 Birdies. 18 Birdies. Sure, yeah. So so you, you share it like with the group and it's all the scores, huh? Man, let me see what it is. You have 18 Birdies. So, yeah. if, you're, so if your buddies have that app, uh, Eric Sosa got it actually. Uh-huh. He played the other day. I got his notification. It tells me what score that he did nice. and what course he played at. I didn't know you are a big golfer. I golf all the time. Really? It's when bad. was the last time you golfed? Uh, well, I'm going golfing tomorrow when I get back. Yeah. I'm going Wednesday and I'm going Thursday. But last time I golfed was, today is Monday. I golfed on Friday. Thursday or Friday. Good deal, good deal. Are you yep. any good? How good are you? Nah, I ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time with me, though. Yeah. That's all I'm going to uh, say. I'm the same way. We have I'm a great time. Uh, question number four. If you're allowed to relocate anywhere in the world, where else would you want to live and why? What's that, San Antonio? Anywhere. Shoot, I'm good where I'm at, if yeah. I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, it's no. If I had to move, I would. But if I don't, if there's no need for me to move, I mean, everything is there for me. Uh, at UT, I mean, in San Antonio, at yeah. UTSA, uh, my family is there. Um, the school, all the support stuff. So yeah. uh, if I just stay, I mean, San Antonio is a special place, right? Like a, a lot of you see a lot of like experts retire sure. here, and it's so big. You yeah. can live in the outskirts. Yeah. You don't have to live actually in San Antonio. There's a lot of nice outskirt areas that got their own small town vibe. Yeah, uh, that you can live in. Uh, question number five: When you see a, a hater on Twitter or social media, do you block them, mute them, ignore them, or you engage? I, I know you sometimes kind of clap back a little bit. But uh, it doesn't bother me any. I just like to say something back. Just it doesn't never never offends me or bothers me. Uh, but sometimes it just I want them to know I've seen it and yeah. it's not a bother me. So yeah. I might say something back just. Uh, you know, show them that it doesn't it doesn't bother me, but I don't really get involved with uh, any of that. I mean, sometimes it does get out of hand. Right. Uh, my messages, <laughs> I mean, I get some crazy stuff sent to me. I'm like, dang, just over a football game? <laughs> I mean, I'm there cussing me out and stuff. Uh, it just it is what it is, you know. So that's a good policy. I made maybe I may need to adopt that one yeah. for myself. So, uh, question number six: What makes you laugh during football games? Uh. Laugh? I don't know. I just kind of laugh over anything. It doesn't have to be funny. I just, you know, smile if I see a, a big hit, uh, a good catch, uh, a touchdown for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, first down. I, there's a lot of things that you just catch. I just catch myself, you know, smiling. I look at a picture. I don't even know what I'm laughing at or smiling at. So I just love the game and enjoy it so much. We're, we're here at Media Days for AAC, and I heard someone tell you, hey, uh, you be a little more serious. You said no. That's the way I am. Yeah, right? no, I'm not gonna be serious. <laughs> I just can't be serious for no reason, especially with pictures. Yeah, I just gotta smile. I just feel like it's nothing to get you know upset about, right. especially now. So I'm not gonna act like I'm a tough guy. Yeah. Question number seven: Who is a person you would be starstruck if you met a, met them? Uh, I wouldn't be starstruck, but I would love to meet LeBron James. Uh-huh. I mean, that's like, yeah. My dad gets so mad because I like LeBron. Uh, but I just think he's a great role model. Right, yeah. Uh, he's a lot for his community. He's a great, you know, father figure, husband, all those things. And he's great at, at playing basketball. So I would think it would just be him. I look up to him so much. He's never really been in trouble never. that we've known about. Yeah, one allegation yeah. in high school, you know, he had a Hummer. Right. I mean, but that's it. And he's yeah. been under a microscope his whole life. So it does just, a lot for, for charitable donations and stuff. He has too, his own right? school, all yeah. those things, you know, something that if I was able in his position, I would do the same. Here's a question I, I want to know for myself personally, because we all have bad days, you know, just throughout the course of living. 
But what what do you do to make yourself better? Feel what do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a crappy day? Um, man, maybe call one of my my, my buddies, talk to them about it. My mom, uh, try go golfing. Yeah, uh, just get around people. You know. Yeah, that's what your friends are there for. You know, to to, to be around, hang out with, uh, do stuff with. Uh, golfing always in my mind, off of everything. It's like my my safe spot, I guess you could say. So it's a lot of things that I like to do. Uh, music is, is another one. I, uh-huh. I love listening to music. Con- yeah. I love country music. So really, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big country guy. So yeah. awesome. It's always relaxing to listen to. I like country too. That's a good one. So uh, question number nine: Have you achieved your childhood dream? Oh, for sure. I mean, I wanted to play, you know, Division One football. Uh, I'm living a dream right now. Uh, I wanted to win a championship. Uh, I won two so far. Uh, everything is, is, it wasn't the journey that I expected, you know, with all the injuries and, and all that stuff. But, I mean, if I was to look back at myself, you know, 10 years ago uh, and see where I am now, I mean, it's a blessing, honestly. Um, I've always heard I wouldn't play, you know, quarterback in college. You know, I'm here now. Um, and, and we have a great team. So it's, it's, it's great. I mean, I, I can't complain. Like I said, I'm living a dream now. And, uh, I, I worked my whole childhood to you know, play a college quarterback, and I'm doing it now. So, Question number 10, what life lessons from a young age stick with you as an adult? Uh, I would just say being respectful um, and, and carrying yourself a certain way. Uh, my parents always harped on that. Like we, I'm telling you, since we were the littlest kids when we first were able to talk, it was yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, sir. And if you did not say that, you are in trouble. And I promise you, even to this day, but it's so it's so stuck with me now that it's so, I mean, it could be somebody my age, I'm gonna say, you know, yes sir, no ma'am, whatever it is. Um, and that just takes you so far in life. Uh, Cause it's not all about football. And uh, I wanna be remembered as a great person, not as a football player. So whenever I'm all said and done, I want them to say, you know, he was a respectable young man. He carried himself a, great, a certain way. He's a great role model for the community. Um, and then you can add on, you know, I was the worst quarterback or the best quarterback. That's fine. You can say that all you want to. But I, it just bothered me if somebody were to say that I was not a great person. Yeah. Um, so I just tried to be that way. And I think that's just how we grew up. Um, so that's one of the life lessons that I've learned as a little kid to now is my mannerism. It plays a big part uh, and it takes you a long way. Awesome, awesome answer there. Question number 11. What is the single most important skill a football player must possess? Um, I would say this is something that I, I used to struggle with. I still kind of do is uh, having a short-term memory because I mean it's like a roller coaster. You can't yeah. get too high, you can't get too low. I mean I can throw a pick six, but I'm right back out there. I can't even think about that pick six the next drive because then it might happen again. So um, any position, you're probably gonna mess up, miss a block, miss a tackle. You gotta just forget about that and move on to the next play. And don't let that one play turn into two plays. Got you. Question number 12. You have to lose all of your memories in your football career, but you get to keep one. What football memory do you want to hold on forever? I was at a college championship uh, versus UAB. Yeah. I mean, that was like unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, just to get down the field and to get the tip, it was yeah. like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was so unreal. It was like a movie that you're just watching as a little kid and you just see, and it's like, no way that's real. But it actually was real. Yeah. Like, I may be able to tell 
my kids, whoever, for years ago, like this is exactly what happened. Show them the play. Uh, it was a spectacular moment for the city of San Antonio, and the Alamo Dome was going insane. Yeah, the first one, right? That the was, first that championship. Was, that, was, that was. You, re, you remember that drive? You, can yeah. You take, can you take crazy. me through it? Uh, so the first play, I think he called like all verts or something. So yeah. I ended up rolling out, throwing the ball away. Uh, second play, he called, you know, uh, I think a cross route. Uh, Oscar took the Oscar to the middle of the field. Yeah. Threw it to Oscar. Um, great catch. Uh, go back the next play. I think I don't know if I threw it, a check down or something. And then I go back, throw it to JT. Yeah. We had a crazy catch on the sideline. Uh, next play, he called the same exact play to play before. It, none of it was open, so I decided to you know run run it up the middle. I thought you were gonna get in there. I thought I was too, and yeah. I was gonna jump. I got scared. It was yeah. like four or five guys collapsing yeah. on me. I didn't know what to do. I got hit. Uh, I get up. Um, we we call a play. I roll out. I throw the CBs. He gets batted down. One of the guys is talking mess to me. Yeah. Said, bro, the game is not over. We got like four seconds left. Uh, Coach Lenny calls this play that we've been working on, haven't ran. And I'm not gonna lie, I was like, that play? I'm a little nervous, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Me and Cecilia looked at each other, we said, I guess, bro. I mean, the snap comes down low, almost kicks Sincere's, hits Sincere's yeah. foot. I pick it up, I don't know what to do at this point, because I was supposed to fake it to Sincere and Oscar's supposed to pop pass. Well, that kind of messed everything up, so I'm like, I don't know, I'm kind of freelancing at this point. I just see Oscar last minute. And I mean, I, I was, I mean, I don't want to overthrow him, but I don't want to underthrow him, but I guess I underthrow him and the dude tipped, tipped it. it. Yeah. I'm like, please catch it. And it was like slow motion. He caught it and the whole Almadon went berserk. It was the craziest feeling like ever. People ran on the field. I mean, that's an experience that I'll remember for the, for the rest of my life for sure. Yeah, same here, same here. Last question, question number 13 of the season two 13's pod, podcast, Frank. Why, why did you decide to come back? You've done everything here at UTSA. You won championships. You, you've laid your body on the line. I mean, it's hard to crank this thing up for one more season, and there's no guarantee you're going to make it through yep. this year healthy. Why, why did you, like, what were the bigger reasons why you decided to come back? I remember when I first committed to UTSA, my dad told me, once you commit to a school, you're not going to be able to decommit. So whenever you go, you better, I better be home because you ain't leaving. So... That was one of the reasons, and then we always talked about, I was injured my first couple years, and UTSA, they honored my scholarship, they showed me love. Um, so my dad said, me playing is just honoring them, so uh, I'm just paying it back, you know what I mean? They, they were there for me the, the whole time. Uh, I love playing with Coach Trailer. I love playing in front of San Antonio, I love playing in the Alamo Dome, I love playing with my teammates, and I just love a game of football, and, and there's nothing better than, you know, Saturday nights, going through the Spirit Walk and going to the Alamo Dome and seeing the love and support that you have for the city that you grew up in. I mean, it's unexplainable. Uh, and, and it's just, it gives me goosebumps when I go down there and the love that I get, uh, it means a lot. So I wasn't ready to give it up just yet. And uh, hopefully we have another great season this year and go out there and uh, win another conference championship. How, how you feeling coming out coming out of that, you know, back-to-back -back season of championships? I, I know it was rough at the end for you last year. You feeling good? Yeah, I mean, it was rough. Uh, I've through some, some injuries, but uh, I'll be ready to go. And uh, I'm excited for this season and uh, excited to start for our camp coming up. All right, I appreciate it, Frank. Of course, Frank yes, sir. Harris, 13 Questions Podcast. Thank you, Frank. Yes, sir. That was UTSA quarterback Frank Harris on the 13 Questions podcast. Appreciate Frank taking the time there. Um, all these interviews are a little bit longer than what a normal interview does. Uh, like when we sit down after a game or practice or any other request. And uh, it's a one-on-one -on -one thing. So it's kind of a, a special uh, 
situation. So I appreciate, you know, UTSA and Frank setting that up and doing that for me. We recorded that a few weeks ago at American Athletic uh, Conference Media Days in Arlington. Uh, So you heard some of the background noise. Hopefully that audio comes through pretty clean for you guys. I tried to drown out some of that background noise. But uh, yeah, appreciate Frank for being forthcoming and, you know, always talking about the things that are a part of his life that, you know, one of the things I I appreciate is, uh, you know, when you're having a bad day, you, you get around your friends, play golf and uh, listen to country music that that all those things can kind of resonate for me. I, I didn't know he was such a, a big golfer. So that's kind of something I learned new, even though I've known Frank for a while. And then, uh, yeah, just talking about the the why he came back. You know, a little bit about his injuries. I didn't want to ask him too much about the injuries. It's well documented. He had multiple surgeries in the off season to repair, you know, a, a knee surgery that just didn't go well. And, you know, he's never going to be anything but he's ready to go. You know, he's always that type of guy. He's proven that he could lay his body on the line that he will lay his body on the line for UTSA. So um, great conversation there. I really enjoyed going back and reliving that drive against UAB. I was standing on the sidelines right in front of the JT Clark catch on the goal line when Oscar caught that that touchdown. And, you know, I could close my eyes and remember all of those plays in that, in that moment on that drive. And I really did think he was going to put it in the end zone when he tucked and ran uh, that one play. So yeah, um, pretty, pretty good conversation for Frank. I again, appreciate him taking the time and I appreciate all you guys listening. Uh, season two of the 13 questions podcast is off to a, you know, good start. We're a few weeks away from the start of the 2020, 13 season. We'll be back next week with UTSA safety Rashad wisdom and, you know, appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for listening.